You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is week number eight of The Owen 60 Podcast. Been a quick eight weeks, I'd say. Well, I guess we had the Christmas break. Yeah, it's went fast. Yeah. That's went fast. But it's been a lot of fun, so uh, whatever. We don't really care. On today's, well, this week's show, it's we've a got... fun one. Yeah, yeah, it is actually really it's actually good. packed. A lot of stuff to cover in 60 oh, I'm minutes. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. Despite our time never being 60 minutes. Yeah. We're already in like 30 yeah. seconds and we haven't covered OHL. Sorry. I know. I'd I'm, like to I'm apologize for never being yeah. at 60 uh, minutes. I'm caught up in yesterday. So, I'm yeah. Still. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Colin Ward was at the Wings and Bruins game yesterday nice at Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, it was nice to see the Wings win. Yeah. We're big Wings fans. So, it's nice. It's always nice to see them win. As you know, it's been hard to win games lately. Yep. Well, basically all year, and it's going to be hard down the stretch. But we've beat Boston twice. Leaf fans, if you want to take notes, check our, check my Twitter. Yep. Check my Twitter. We yep. got a reason for uh, how to beat the Bruins, I yeah. would say. We've also beat the Habs three times, something uh, Toronto didn't do this past week. They lost 2-1 in overtime thanks to Ilya Kovalchuk. How are Studly. you? How are you? <laughs> Imagine how are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, as Wings fans, it's not too much fun this season. And, well, one of the teams that was part of our featured matchup last week has been uh, really the same kind of team the past, well, you could say Ooh, the whole season, like but that. the last few weeks. Yeah, it's been a rough year for yeah. the Niagara Ice Dogs, you could say. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> rough? <laughs> you could say. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a tough loss on yeah. Tuesday, uh, February the 4th. Fourth, I want to say that's a while ago now. Um, yeah, yes, it was the, the fourth. Yeah, today's the yeah. Finally, getting better in math. Ooh, wow, we're go. big math guys now. <laughs> we're big math guys. Let's get it. Oh man, yeah. Let's just say that was the out of four games this week. That was way better than the other three. Yeah, Christian Sprawley was probably one of their. Yeah. Reasons it stayed closed. Weren't the shots like oh, thirteen I got to right nothing here. right off the bat? I got them right here. Yeah, in I the press remember? box. Yeah. In the press box. <laughs> no, no, it was fourteen nothing because we said fit. We said fifteen, and yep. it was fourteen to nothing. And then Niagara got the first, first shot of the, game. of the game. Yep. Yeah. So in the press box on Tuesday, Reese goes to me. You watched. London's going to have fifteen shots in the first ten minutes, and it was like fourteen to one at the ten minute mark. Missed it. Oh, that hey, was close. Yeah, but 15 shots, though, in the game, yeah, just not was. for London. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> the 0-60 effect. Oh, yeah, the 0-60 effect. We get Russian goalies right. We get Luke Evangelista right in the prospects game, which was a shoe-in for me. If Luke yeah. Evangelista was in the prospects game, I'd be all over on Twitter still complaining about that. So he really great work, would be. CHL. And Kubota learned how to drop a puck at a ceremony face-off. <laughs> By the way, we at that after that game, we were downstairs, had a quick chat with Mike Stubbs, and uh, we met the young man, Luke Evangelista, and uh, hey. not as big as you think he is. No, but he's a great player. Yeah. He's going to go up in the draft. There's no way. He's ranked in the last pick right now in the second round. That's There's, a joke. Yeah, that's a, that is a joke. But I mean, p- for us, that could be a good thing, because depending on where Detroit picks, oh. and he slips. At Detroit at Red Wings, <laughs> the people that are listening, come on, take your guy. Take our guy. Take your guy. We'll pick him up at the airport. 
We'll pick him, Lafreniere, and Will Cooley up at the airport. We got it. We live in Brantford and Delhi. We'll drive to... It's on our way. We'll drive it. to London, pick him up at the Bud, bring him to Little Caesars Arena. We, we would pick accept up the tour for our services. We'd have to pick Lafreniere up, though, at the airport, because we got to welcome I don't want to drive Bond to Quebec. Team Bond? No, we'll go to the oh, Detroit Toronto, airport. Detroit Air? Oh. Metro. I like that. I'm staying there when I go to the Wings game on April 4th. We'll do it. We're right doing it there. All right. We'll pick them up. Good plan. Yeah. Just like our planned trip to see Flint and Saginaw in the Western Conference Finals. Which might look a little bleak for one team, but yeah. I mean, Flint's on a roll. They're yep. still uh, on that record winning streak. Yep. Saginaw, huge boost today. Ooh, Mr. DeBody Wild. Wild. Yeah, we'll cover that in a bit. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. Uh, I'm feeling. The, I'm energized. Today. Yeah, no, this is re- going to be a really good show. Number eight, mark it on the calendar. Uh, yeah, mark it down. Might be one of the best of the first seasons of the Owen <laughs> Sixty podcast. Uh, all right, so let's get to it. Our featured matchup from last week. It was the London Knights coming out of uh, what was a makeup game from Dece- December twelfth. Of course, that was the uh, unfortunate uh, incident that took place with Tucker Tynan. Uh, by the way, he's still doing okay. He's uh, resting at home in Chicago, planning on being back in Niagara. What? We were told that that was a month ago. December. We were told that he was about six to eight weeks away from wow, coming back. So, yeah, I know. Hey, wow. So that's probably beginning or mid March. Yeah, it's coming up. Done. Maybe a couple. Maybe two, three weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. I mean, that, he probably won't have exciting. any playoff games to watch. But yeah, we, well, uh, Kingston with the two games in hand. I've, yeah, we've said it before. I guarantee the Kingston Frontenacs are getting in the playoffs. They keep mm-hmm. it up. We that would be huge for them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Shane Wright is first year. I want to see local guy Maddox Collins get in. Yeah, That's you do. That's what I want to see. Yeah, you do. Let's go. Langton. Shout out to Langton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So to the game. Yeah, it was 5-2 for the London Knights coming out of this one. Uh, Brochu with the start after being named Ooh, OHL been... rookie and goaltender yeah, of the month for January. 13 straight wins. That's impressive. 17 years old, 13 straight wins. Woo, mark it down. Almost seems like a waste to get uh, miscue now, but... Yeah, but that's a perfect Maybe backup. Experience that's helps. a perfect yeah. idea of a backup when you got a 17-year-old starter going to the playoffs. I mean, exactly. that's pretty perfect. He's back, right, miscue? He's yeah, back he's from back. I imagine... So they go Tuesday, Guelph, Friday, Kitchener, Saturday... Kingston, Monday, Ottawa. So I imagine that Misty would probably start that Saturday game mm-hmm. in Kingston. Yeah. That'd be his first start back. I think he'd start against Guelph. Ooh. If they just go, if they just flip it for the next four games. I don't know because that game in hand on Kitchener and Kitchener plays Erie. I feel like they're going to go with Brochu yeah. and get that 14th straight to win. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's. Uh... Brochu's been the guy, right? He's played so much. Tuesday night, he won't play till Friday. I think he'll play both, and then Saturday is a perfect game for Miskey to get into it. But Kingston's going to be tough. There's yeah. not, there's well, an upset in the they week. They put up a fight. If there's an upset in the week, this could be an 0-60 effect. <laughs> the Kingston Frontenacs with Shane Wright, he's going to score 40 goals this year, I think. He's at 30 on the dot right now. But I think that, uh, Kings, that if there's an upset, it would be Kingston beating London. If there's an upset. Ooh. Yeah. And London's red hot, but I just like how Kingston looks right now with that top line. Sade Wisdom's going to move up there, too, in the draft. That's another one. Greatest gotta, name ever. Yeah, we got to get that up there, too. Oh, I love that He's got to get up there in the draft. Right? He's, Come on, Craig Button. <laughs> Come on. Bob McKenzie, get off vacation. Jeez. Brutal. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so back to the game. Yeah, about the goaltending decisions for London. We even thought it would be uh, Onuska. That would get the start yeah. against Niagara that day. That's but again, option. same yeah. situation. It's That's a mid-game week or midweek game. Uh, Kitchener had yeah. the night off. Needing the two points. Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Any team can be beat in the league. 
I know as bad as it looks for some scores right now in the league and some teams, but at the end of the day, any team can be beat. Look at Guelph, who's lo- who lost about eight, nine in a row. That one. Well, they lost ten in a row. Or no, nine. Yeah, I, I saw a stat. They're, They've won Whether t- they're the first team in OHL history to ever do it, but to yeah, have a 10-game winning streak and a 10-game losing streak. Yeah, they're streak the first the team year. in the OHL history yeah. to ever do that. So, I mean, you look at that. Any team can be beat. Any team can lose as fast as they can win on a winning streak. Yep. So, I mean, you could see that. Yeah, because the Guelph, score, Guelph Storm currently sit in seventh place. They are 3-6-1 and one in their last 10 games to London's 10-0-0. Yeah, it's <laughs> London's on a roll. London's a wagon right now. Yeah, well, and that's where the discussion that we'll get into uh, probably a little bit later on uh, is whether Flint makes it uh, into the Western Conference Finals because with the addition of t- Bodie Wild, there's a very good opportunity at Saginaw and London. So. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that will be fun. You know what's funny? Watching the uh, Western Conference Finals last year in Saginaw, how uh, they didn't have a Sportsnet game, but because it was the conference finals, they had to have all these like different sponsors. Yeah. Not one sponsor on the ice was, was American. Yeah, it was all like Subway. <laughs> that was awesome. McDonald's. Yeah. yeah well, McDonald's, McDonald's with the Canada, Canada logo with the Canada logo. Yeah. yeah, there's Kubota on there, I think. Like all Canadian. Co- that is it, was, R- I just is it, thought RB- that was is it funny. RBC? Yeah. Or is it C? CBC, CIBC. CIBC. Yeah. Yeah. I almost said CBC. They yeah, same. I almost said that too. <laughs> Sportsnet in the corner. <laughs> no, because it wasn't a Sportsnet game. No, yeah. That's like the Cavendish Farms, their fries. Yeah, that, was, that had to be on there. Yeah. That's, that's in every I think OHL, it was actually, Canadian yeah. OHL rank. Yeah, that had to be on there. Yeah, they're an official sponsor of the CHL. be nice if they're an official sponsor of the 0-60. That'd yeah, be pretty sh- cool, but, hey, you know. Instead of a... Quick uh, Twitter DM. <laughs> well, you want to get Biosteel on, and you and your cup. Yeah, I know. That's like a trade. I need that trademark. I want like a picture, like a statue. One day, when you look back at to the Owen 60 podcast, I want a statue with my Biosteel cup in my hand. <laughs> Just taking a swig. Jeez. At Biosteel Canada? Yeah, at What's Biosteel. Up? Yeah, we'll tag him. I'm Reese. My co-host is Colin. Hi, I'm Colin. We are nice guys. Yeah. <laughs> we are fun guys. <laughs> fun guys. Oh, gosh. That's trademark, though. I mean, what? Kawhi's not here anymore, so we can take that. Exactly. We, we just can't take a... Fun guy. A, uh, um, a very famous saying from uh, Mr. Jim Taddy. Yeah, no. He has that trademarked. Yeah. The blank guy and blank guy. <laughs> I want... You know what? I gotta text him and ask if I can get a voiceover. Yes, guy, no guy. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be the best. Plus, he's a Wings fan, so that kind of is Ooh. like, oh, let's go. There's a connection there. Wings guy. Yeah. Every time the Wings <laughs> win a game, Wings guy. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Wings guy. Oh man. You know, I gotta send him a message after your show and ask him, hey, uh, can we get a Wings guy uh, <laughs> audio clip? Every time the Wings win a game, it's an oh. OHL podcast. But every time the Red Wings win a game, which. Has been not too often. So. Hey, man, they've won two of their last three. You got to watch out yeah. for them. We beat Boston. That's our Stanley Cup. We beat them twice. <laughs> That's our Stanley Cup. Detroit's in the running for 30th. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting it. We can afford to go up four wins in a row. We're still not moving. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, LA's in front of us, so there's a chance. Yeah. Quick's not what he used to be, so. No. But. So are we getting back to the feature game? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> get okay. to the standouts? Yeah, so we'll get to the standouts. Uh, Colin, you can go first. Uh, we'll start with the London Knights. Oh, okay. So uh, I, first standout, I got Jonathan Gruden. He had a three-point game. He had a goal and two assists. Gruden looks solid on that London power play. If you haven't watched them yet, that power play is unreal. 
Like, it's pretty nasty. They got three first-round picks and shooting spots. They got Foodie up top, Merkley and McMichael on the wings. But they're not in, like, one-time positions. That's the only thing I don't get. But when you see McMichael get that long shot, like, get that quick release, when he gets a puck inside, kind of like how Austin Matthews does, he scores every time. So that's why he is where he is on the power play. And then they got Gruden and Regula switching in mm-hmm. and out with the bumper. Pretty impressed in net front presence, but it's pretty impressive to see Regula be able to play in tight like that. Such a big guy. And, like, to be around the net and, like, be good with the puck still, that's really impressive. Yeah, well, and that's, again, as Red Wing fans, that's where we miss him because the good old trade for Perlini. He scored a goal scored his first goal. Hey, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be trademarked too, but that's Dylan Larkin, so I won't yeah, take that from that's him. Yeah, Larkin's, uh, he's a beauty. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no. Shout we got to we, him. Yeah. <laughs> Please answer me. Uh, he, had, uh, he was DM. part of one of the nicest passing plays I've seen by the Wings all year, and no, that is not saying much. But, uh, yeah, we got a good look at that night's power play. Just four minutes and ten seconds in, uh, Elijah Roberts take a, takes a hooking penalty. And, Which was really surprising for me to have him on center against that. Yeah. One of the top teams in the OHL. Yeah, because Lodnia is well, top injured. top lines, too. And Niagara's just filled with D-men. So, yeah, like, so they have... Most of their scratches are on defense. Yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know, Elijah Roberts is playing first-line center against the other team's top lines. Yeah, he's playing with That's Castleman. And... Who was the guy on the other side? Wasn't Butler, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And Butler? Yeah, it was. I think it's Kane. Butler should be on the first line. Yeah, he's had a great team. shot. He's had a great shot. Yeah. Got in a fight, too, in this game. Yeah, him Kane and Alec Regula. Yeah. That was a good fight. It was. Butler did good. Yeah, Because Regula can throw the muscle around there. Like, he's... I wouldn't say he's, like, a heavyweight, but he can hold his own. Like, he's tough. Yep. Like, yeah, I wouldn't no. want to fight him. Um. Yeah, so London's power play... Where the heck did it go? There it is. All right. Uh, they were just one for four on the power play, which give credit to the Ice Dogs. Christian Sprawlia made. Uh, there wasn't an empty netter, was there? Yeah, there was. Yeah, the empty netter that was like yeah, a, so 100 feet from Rakula. He stopped 43 of. You could say 47 because that one was an empty netter, but it was 43 of 48 on the score sheet. And that's really why the Knights only scored once because there was a lot of traffic in front. You mentioned Alec Regula always in front of the net when that top unit was on. And it's and so hard to see the puck. Where we were, we were this. So where the press box is in Niagara, it's pretty much in line with the uh, zone, the faceoff dots yeah. in, uh, on the side of Niagara's bench where so they like, defend twice. And, you get to uh, see them shoot. Tw- you got to see London shoot twice then too. Yeah, some more opportunity on the power play. Yeah, and uh, it's even where we were and having a great view of where Spiralia was in the net. Yeah, you can't when see that the puck. puck was on the near boards. It was tough to see Spiralia when Regula yeah. was in. Fr- it was tough. Yeah, in line too. When they were in the far end, you could see it too. Yeah. I remember the one power play because we were right in line with the one shot, the mm-hmm. one McMichael shot, and oh. there is no chance you see the puck. Man. Yeah, it was like at the high part of the faceoff dot, like just on the red line is the circle. Yeah. He gets the puck about 10 feet away from the center of where Foodie was dishing him the puck, and there is no chance Sprelia saw that puck. You yeah. just make yourself look big, and hopefully it hits you. Yeah. It's like a baseball batter. You swing hard in case you hit it. That <laughs> coaching tip. Kids, if you're listening, you heard that. You heard it first here. Coach I called. guess you could say. Yeah. No, but McMichael, he had a lot of chances, and he just couldn't solve Sprawl. Like, that thought, was insane how much he stole Yeah, the breakaway, McMichael. too. Yeah. The breakaway, too, where we both in the press box, he's scoring here. Oh, and yeah. Then he did, and Sprawley <laughs> throws out the blocker, I believe. It was like yep. elbow part in the blocker yeah, side. Yeah, he tried he to go. Flicked it up. He tried to give the illusion that he was going to go backhand, and, and then he forehand. decided to go forehand. Yeah. 
I mean, I have for Spralia, I like in the press box, I like to keep down scoring chances to see like if that's a legit goal or not. Plus and he's got I, his own notepad. You should see it. It's official. I should take a picture. I'll put it on our Instagram <laughs> yeah, story. Do it. Go to the Owen Sixty podcast and our Twitter. I'll put it on Twitter too. The yeah. notebook. Colin's notebook. Yeah, it's a, it, hey, I love that though. I'm not a millennial. Not a millennial. Come on. Don't give me he that. He does not use a computer. No, what's that? My computer died on me. My computer died on me three weeks ago during this show. So computers don't that like me, awesome. and I'm not a big fan of them. Yeah. But I'm a big Twitter guy. You um, are. You are. The shots on goal are 48 to 12. And I mean, as I was 12. saying. What are you looking 40, at? 24. 48 to 24. There's a blonde just moment. Cut it in there half. There is a blonde moment. Put Jeez. that on the highlight. Niagara reel. didn't deserve 24 shots, so Colin only gave him 12. Put that on the <laughs> put that on the highlight reel. <laughs> I mean, we should do an all audio show. Blooper we just reel. play back the blooper reel. Oh wow, <laughs> that'd be a summer show. We'd do that. For sure, we'll probably do that. Yeah, maybe that'll be the show when we bring on uh, a couple of your buddies out there from the Norfolk area. We got it. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. All right. Good plan. The blooper right. reel. So forty-eight <laughs> to twenty-four. And I mean, the sh- I have Sprawley like six scoring chances where London could have scored mm-hmm. and they didn't because he just made big saves and that doesn't count the ones that they did score on the four F- fifth one was an empty netter yeah. but I mean he was just unreal in there like the night before or like the week before to the Thursday night against Ottawa where they could have won like he almost won them two huge games mm-hmm. for a team that struggled as much as they have like, I mean Sprawley is one of their huge bright spots right now yeah, I, I totally agree. And one thing we even talked about in the press box there, uh, whether it was on the London Knights power play or not, but uh, when Elijah Roberts went out there and he beat, like like we said, he was playing first line center. And that came up in the media room. We're looking at the TV that the Ice Dogs have. We're like, and I talked to uh, the uh, woman that does social for the Ice Dogs, Jordan Musa. Just shout out to Jordan. Um, Hi, Jordan. I'm like, is that wrong? And she goes, no, that's correct. And I'm like, Elijah Roberts is playing center on the first line. She's like, yep. I'm it like, happened. Oh, okay. I understand that Laudnia's out, but... He went... Really? I got a stat for you now. Face-off dot... That, the face-off dot, he went 7 for 19. Elijah? Yeah. Eh, that's not as bad as I thought. But like Michael but went 15 for 21. Oh, my God. And they matched up a lot. They did. Well, like, and that's the point I was... that's what we were surprised about. Yeah. Well, that's the point I was bringing up is when you have those D-zone face-offs... Put Elijah Roberts on the wing and have yeah. Castleman take the draw. Yeah, I don't. Castleman's an OA too. He's a forward. That's a coaching <laughs> That's mistake. Huge. That's a coaching mistake. Like, yeah, I know. You got to know the match. Glorious better. opportunities from London came off the faceoffs. Oh, for sure. Plus, when you got Merkley and Rakula at the point, you can dish the puck off so yep. well. And Phillips. Yeah. Oh, well, all they need is a cl- all they need is a clean faceoff win right to one of them, and it's a one timer. Yeah. Merkley. Yeah, but Merkley does that fake. Shot and then yeah. passes it over to McMichael. Yeah, like how many? Like Merkley's been so good this year. We're like, maybe McMichael has ten to fifteen less goals without Merkley because Merkley's been that good. Like, mm, yeah, he's so good with the puck. He reminds me so much of Victor Mate, but just shoots more, mm-hmm. which is huge bonus for the Knights. Well, when we say that a lot about a lot of guys around the league. We. St- Shoot Obviously, talk a lot about Kaliev and Unique and that duo. Mishek's took that spot of Unique yeah. now. So, and um, foodie speed too helps McMichael out a lot too. Huh? Yeah, and Luke Evangelista getting him the puck. Our yeah, guy. Well, and that's one player that I was keeping my eyes on was Evangelista the whole game. I was looking for him and nothing against Luke. He's a really nice guy when I met him, but <laughs> I didn't. He was a huge impact in the third. Whereas the first two periods, I was kind of like. 
And then he gets that Where scoring chance on the wrap run. I remember that. Yeah, as soon as you yeah. said that, then his next shift, he almost scores. <laughs> yeah, he that's had a funny. great third period, and that's what you really need you guys did. for. Yeah, yeah, a great character third guys, period. character guys, they close games out. The Leafs should learn from him. Yeah. They have crappy third periods. Yeah, Luke Evangelista's a man. <laughs> He's going in the second round. There's no way the he falls Leafs to the take third him, round. I'd be mad. Yeah, there's no way he falls to the third round. That's not happening. If it does, I'll be on Twitter again. Complain. He will. Yep. Watch it. At Colin Ward. Or Good is look. it at C Ward? Colin Ward underscore 14, I think. I don't even know my Twitter. <laughs> That's bad. That's another blot wow. moment. Wow. I'm having a rough day today. Wow. Jeez. Get to yeah. the Niagara sh- uh, standouts. What about Foodie? Oh, yeah. Our player of the game. Yeah. I was going to do that last. Uh, yeah, we can emergency. do that. Okay. We'll do that last. Uh, uh, yeah. So to Niagara. Jonah D. Simone. Yeah. Seventh goal of the year. We had a good conversation with him. Yeah. He's a great with him guy. After the game. Great he- guy. Uh, nice to see him score there. He's- Nice shot. Yeah. Quick release there. Beat Brochu on the blocker side. Well, and it's unfortunate at the time of the goal because it came less than a minute actually after uh, Liam Foodie made it four yeah, nothing. But if that w- goal would have came say oh. at two one or a two nothing and made it two one or three nothing made three one, could have yeah, made a difference because Niagara scored the next. And then goal it was four two. Yeah. yeah. And then they had the well, then they had the extra attacker. But yeah, and that uh. Liam Foodie goal is a celebration of the year. That was awesome. That was a celebration of the year. I wish I had a video of that for our yeah. Twitter because that might that might be the best celebration this year. So he there's a spectator that was might have been saying there's something. Like, there's like two. Yeah, there are two, two guys three. down there and right at the ice. I think that's who we heard in the press box too. All game we heard something from that yeah. side. So they're sitting right by the glass. Liam Foodie scores. He goes right into the glass, doesn't move, then taps the glass, and then she bangs back. I think it was a female. She bangs back, and then Ryan Merkley comes in after <laughs> and jumps the glass again. I thought that was priceless that Merkley did that. And That's then you see un- the fans stand up and start banging it more. <laughs> yeah, they weren't too happy about that. What? Well, th- and I think I, it was a couple. So you can take a older couple that was there. Yeah. So that just reminds, I think that's who it was. <laughs> I remember after that happened, and uh, the Knights, obviously, they came back and had another scoring opportunity right after. We're like, I hope Foodie gets another goal and does that again. The empty netter. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Just do it all game long. You know what? They, did, they should have saluted the fans. Just salute them. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you tonight. Thank you. It was a good time. Oh, man. Yeah, that was funny. Um, but Play yeah. the game? Uh, yeah, let's get to our player of the game, uh, Mr. Liam Foodie, who was, a did he make a star? A, a goal and an assist. I forget, did he make a star? He did not. No. We were just tired of the three stars act, and I thought like he was London's best player. He created so many scoring mm-hmm. chances that night. And first of all, I hope I don't offend anybody by saying like the three stars thing, but the three stars doesn't mean anything if a guy like Liam Foodie is skating around, creating plays, drawing penalties, doing huge stuff, blocking shots, to win games, that doesn't get noticed in the three stars. Nope. So that's why he's our player of the game. He created so many scoring chances there. He created the breakout pass through McMichael's mm-hmm. uh, breakaway, too. Yep. So well, that was a bank pass off the boards, yeah, too. Yeah, off the boards. So. That was a nice pass. So that's another one where, like, he created that, but you don't notice that in the three stars, right? So that's why yeah. he was our player of the game. Well, I think that's a problem, and it's been addressed by so many people around the league, and I really don't want to get into a debate about this, but that is where you need to make every media person in that press box, whether they are 
covering the Ice Dogs, or they are from the visiting team, say like Hamilton, where um, I'm part of the TSN team here in uh, in Hamilton, and I go to a game in, say, Niagara or Kitchener. Every media person needs to vote. And you may hear yeah, around some sure. of the buildings where it says, oh, it was voted by the media in attendance. They're wrong. It yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah, it's front office member. I just dropped yeah. that right now. No, it's... It, most teams are like that. It's true. But, but yeah, it's tough. But what, like I said, we're not going to get into a debate about it. No. Um, we're actually going to move into something very exciting. With because, Liam Foodie? Yeah. I actually got an interesting thing right now. So it's Monday night. Columbus is currently playing right now. It's Liam Foodie's debut. He got the solo lap. He is out there on the starting line with Gus Nyquist, former Red Wing, and Boone Jenner. That's right Ooh. on. Congrats to Liam. That's right on to see that. Shout out to Tortorella too. Yeah, that's a that's a classy move. I like that. Jeff Blashill doesn't do that, but do, who's he replacing? Because they just put Seth Jones on IR, but he's I, a def- well, defenseman. They're playing tonight, Cleveland, I believe, and then Wednesday they're in Grand Rapids for a game. So maybe there was something about mm. call ups where they couldn't do anything right now. Right. So because it. It was reported by Ryan Pyatt that he's likely to play Tuesday for the London Knights. Which is the one London heck of a press. turnaround. I mean, Columbus isn't the yeah, farthest so it's tomorrow city night, in the world. But tonight, I guess you could say, when this yeah. is released, yeah. he will be uh, is likely to be in the London Knights lineup. So that's Which is huge for them. They don't miss him for a game. like Yeah, playing a division rival like Guelph. Yep. So that's good. Yeah. Um, by the way, we are going to play this audio um, of Liam Foody before the game. Uh, yeah, it's just right about on. a minute and a half long of the Blue Jackets call it in the room. So uh, yeah, here you go. Here's Liam Foody's pregame comments before the Columbus Blue Jackets took on the Tampa Bay Lightning. First kind of was in shock and just uh, got on the flight right after and came right in last night. So did you have to pinch yourself? Did you think you were still Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I didn't really, <laughs> couldn't believe it, right? You don't expect these kind of things, but when it happens, it's got to be ready. How often do you get calls from Mark Hunter? Did you have any? Rarely, rarely. You never, so. you never know what it is. He's maybe called me once before since I've been in London, and uh, so I had no idea what it was about. And then he told me he was on the phone with the Armo, and just got called up. What do you want to do tonight? I mean, what can you bring to the team to help them out? I just try to get used to the, a pace play, but speed's always been my biggest thing. So I'm gonna try to use that the best of my ability tonight and uh, try to have an impact on the game like that. Liam, for you that got hurt at Traverse City, couldn't uh, participate in the training camp at all, getting a chance to come here, um, even more of a surprise for you? Yeah, it definitely feels good because uh, getting hurt and not being able to take part in camp this year, it sucked for sure. Uh, it's, uh, I wanted to try to have a good impact in the camp and try to play some games this year, and then getting hurt is unfortunate, so getting this chance now, it feels good. Liam, how important will your first couple of shifts be in terms of helping you kind of Assimilate to the NHL. Uh, yeah, they'll be huge. Uh, just trying to get used to everything. Never played in this uh, league before, and it's a lot older guys, a lot better guys. So it's going to be uh, quite an adjustment at the start. So there's Liam Foody, his uh, pregame audio from Columbus's game against uh, against Tampa Bay Monday night. I have a big Owen, night for him. I have an Owen sixty uh, podcast. Uh, prediction yes he does this could be an effect he's getting a point tonight this could be an effect he is going to get a point tonight <laughs> the Owen 60 effect uh, he's going to get a point tonight hopefully that'll be huge yeah and then tomorrow I think I mean playing with Boone Jenner yeah you have a Gus good opportunity Ni- Gus Nyquist yeah it's a good opportunity to score yeah that's right on I mean solid I mean well when we look at emergency call-ups, it'd be nice to have a better fate than Mikey D. Pietro had yeah, last Nazem year yeah Nazem Kadri got it 10 years ago yeah 
Nazem Kadri got a game in against the Sharks, which was a lot recent. Like it was like the Liam Foodie call up, you could say, where he did, Kadri came out for the game, and he uh, went right back to the night. So the Leafs had a flu bug, and they called Kadri up. So this is the exact same thing, basically for uh, mm-hmm. Foodie. Just now the flu, they just have problems, I guess, injury problems and depth problems. So mm-hmm. call him up, and then because they're minor league teams on the road or got yep. a game, and they don't want to call anyone up from there because they got their playoff runs. So they will uh, call him up. And I heard that uh, Rick Nash, this was also by uh, Ryan Pye to the London Free Press, that uh, he has been around. He must have been around the Budweiser Gardens uh, watching Liam, and uh, he liked what he saw, and he called him up, gave him a good... Uh, Who is this? Uh, Rick Nash, he's assistant GM of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about Nash got emergency call first time. My bad. No. That was a blonde moment, no, too. No, he was part... It's all good. It's 2-1 <laughs> right now. Even though my hair's brown. It's 2-1 right now. It is 2-1 right now. I'll uh, probably catch up. All right, let's do it. Have a competition. We'll count <laughs> a competition for the most We got it in the notebook. Moments. We got it in the notebook. Oh, my God. If it's in Colin's notebook, it's official. Yeah, it's got to be. I want to get a logo on the middle of it, the 0-60 logo. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be. Get stickers made. Business cards. We'll get there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, probably after the year's over, but, yeah. you know. Get to a Niagara Ice Dog stat? Yeah, f- well. Former? Former Ice Dog stat, yeah. Um, or we think. I saw this on Twitter that uh, Akil Thomas, currently right now, has uh, 299 career OHL points. And if you're wondering where that ranks all time, that is 104th. He is currently tied with Florida Panthers forward Vincent Trocek, who hey. kills Detroit every time he plays them. Uh, Dave Boland. Oh, who? Retired Knights jersey. Yeah. Um, Andre Benoit, a defenseman. Defenseman, 299 points. That's very impressive. Wow. Not as good as Ryan Ellis because he's in the top 100. He was on a stacked Windsor team, too. Yeah, it's almost not fair. Yeah, that's... And that then uh, Evan McGrath. So, wow. 299 it's funny points, to see, It's funny to hear these names. I know. That's cool. So we'll go with Akil Thomas. 299 points, 104th. I just have to switch pages just because it's not on the same. Ugh... Who else we got? Names. Mitchell Marner, 301 points in his OHL career, which is yeah. hilarious to How see. How many games? 184 games. I was just yeah. about to say that. He is tied with Spencer Watson, who I think he's still with Nashville. I could be wrong. That's Yeah, awesome. he's still with Nashville. He only left the OHL in 2017. That's awesome. Um, he played 274 games. Wow. Big difference. Yeah. Mitch, Mar- Mitch Marner would have been in there for sure. If he would have had at least one more season, he'd be up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we mentioned Dylan Stro- We were looking this up before we came on. Uh, oh, Jason Robertson. I missed that one. Jason Robertson is Ooh. 70th right now at 317. Wow. That's so many points. Like, I, I know. It's not for- fair. I got a question for you. What's up? You've been with the Ice Dogs. Do the Ice Dogs retire his jersey? Robertson? Uh, Thomas. Oh, Thomas. <sighs> Yes, in 10 we'd years. A, yeah, we had a good debate about yeah. this. I believe Mitch Marner is going to get his jersey retired in London for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Him, it, maybe Max Domi. Max Domi went to three Memorial Cups. That's it. How many junior yeah, players okay, can then, say they went to yeah. three Memorial Cups? Yeah. Not too the many. Closest, the closest is those Spitfires, Taylor Hall and Henrique, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd probably go Domi Marner for London. Mm-hmm. I like Akil Thomas. Niagara. Yeah, Akil, like I said, probably in maybe like 10 years. Yeah. Not 
like not right, right away. away. Yeah, it's good. Whereas, time because like a Patrick Kane just got retired and Brian Little just got yeah, retired. Yeah, a couple uh, weeks ago. Like former Ice Dogs, Dougie Hamilton. I for sure seeing that happen. Yeah. It might happen when he's retired from the NHL. I hope it doesn't because I think he deserves it right now. Yeah, and it's cool to do it like on the All Star break or something. Yeah, Come he's from St. Catharines. His like his whole family when the FIBA U18 basketball tournament was there. I called six games. <laughs> hey, hey, hey what now. Up? What up, Niagara College? <laughs> um, <Hey>. His whole... <laughs> yeah, Mohawk. <laughs> um, his whole family was there for every Canada game. That's right. Huh? Um, so it's it's awesome to see those guys in the community. Freddie was there, too. Um, he was a great Niagara Ice Dog. Just that duo. They ju- they were on fire. But uh, another guy like Andre Gazzino, who is, by the way, also on this uh, top scoring list. I just have to look at where he is again because I lost it. Uh, but even a guy, you mentioned it, uh, Mark Vizantine. Yeah. Could possibly be retired uh, by the Ice Dogs. He, He's not playing hammer, hockey anymore. Hammer Stephen Dillon, the best goalies in Ice Dogs history? Yeah, Stephen Dillon, yeah. You liked him. Stephen Dillon has the most wins in Ice Dogs yeah. history. Oh, and most games played. One game, um, who do you take? Stephen Dillon or ooh. Mark Vizantine? Stephen Dillon. That's our tw- you know what? That'll be our Twitter poll. Okay. I'll, p- I'll post that up after the show. Yeah, I got to pick Steven Dillon. He's also eighth all-time in most games played by a goalie in OHL history. Ooh, yeah, that's... Eighth all-time. How many games is that? 167? No, 187. He's 187. The leader is at... Uh, it was J.P. Anderson at 224, 223, I wonder something if, like that. I wonder if Brett Brochu is going to break that. Ooh, he could. He's, he's played so many games for a 17-year-old, right? So I, I wonder if he's going to break that. There's a chance he does. He's a starter for a long time right now in London. London's going to set up for about a two to three year run of being elite. Yep. Like their drafts have been so good the last two years. Mm -hmm. By the way, Andrew Agazzino had 306 career points. Ooh. In 318 games. Yeah, you got to retire his jersey. Yeah. So right now, where I see it, and you can uh, chime in on this as well. The Peterborough Peets have 25 games left. And this is just regular season points. This list I'm looking at, it's just regular season points. Yep. Um, 299. I see Akil Thomas getting to 330. That would p- move him into a tie for 50th, or 51st, sorry, with Mike Zigamanis. Oh, that's an old name. And that would be one point. Behind Max Domi, who's in 50th at 331 points. Well, he's going to get a point a game for sure. Yeah. I I think he'll get that. I think he'll catch Domi. That that top line there, right? He's playing with Robertson and Dragachinsev. Yep. I think he gets it. That'd Mike, be great for Akil, too. Yeah, it would be. What a year for him. Yeah. Did you see uh, he made a visit to the um, NHL Black History uh, exhibit? Yeah, that was they cool. Have his, spent they have time his Canada there. jersey and Peterborough jersey there. Yeah, he spent time with a couple of groups of kids there, too. Yeah. It's really cool. With, he's that kind of guy. He's a really nice guy. He does a lot for uh, the community that, oh, well, obviously in Niagara, former I was around community? for a lot of that. Yeah, his former community, you could say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Niagara. First home away from home, I guess. That uh, ceremony they had for him, at, like with the World Juniors and like the day of the deadline that we went to. Mm-hmm. That was that might have been one of the best ceremonies I've saw yeah. in a long time. Like that was really nice for them to do that, and you can really sense how much he meant to the fans of the Ice Dogs because they really appreciated yeah. him a lot, and they showed it in the ceremony. Yeah, he was a uh, first round pick in uh, 2016, and most people would be like, 
Nikhil Thomas dropped that far. Niagara still finished fourth that year. They swept Barry, who was the best team in the Eastern Conference that year, in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. So the Ice Dogs picked around 14th or 15th. So Akil Thomas was a late, mid to late first round pick for the Ice Dogs out of the Toronto Marlboros. That's a good pick. Yeah. Good pick. Franchise changing pick. Oh, uh, no doubt about it. The part time captain, I guess you could say, because he's obviously got traded. But yeah. um, yeah. By the way, I didn't mention who's number one on this list. So we're going to do that and then go to break. Number one, American Stan Drulia. Wow. Played 296 games okay. from 1984 to 1989, five years, recorded 478 points. That's not going to be broken. That is insane. Yeah, that's not going to be broken. I mean, there's no chance, like, there's no chance Shane Wright plays five years. No, like, not a chance. Shane will play three. Shane, yeah, Shane Wright's going right out of his draft here when he gets yep. picked number one overall. Yeah, there's no chance anyone does that. I yeah. was thinking maybe an ex- exceptional status player mm-hmm. somehow plays five years of junior hockey. Yeah. But other than that, there's no chance. Yeah. He uh, played for the Belleville Bulls his first year of uh, of the OHL. He recorded 55 points. Second year with the Bulls, 79. Then he moved on to the Hamilton Steelhawks, 78 points. His second year with Hamilton, 121 points. Then wow. uh, in his final year with the Niagara Falls Thunder, 145 points, 52 goals, 93 assists. And you think he played a full season that year? He played 47 games and recorded 145 points. That's, in, that's incredible. Like <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> that will never happen again. Just got to quick staff for you. What's up? So, Liam Foodie's debut, Columbus-Tampa oh. game, 20% of the players have London connections. That was tweeted by Mike Stubbs, Holy the crap. voice of London Knights. So Who we got? For, so, London Knights, well, one London Knight and ex-London Knights. We got Liam Foodie, Her- Scott Harrington, Pat Maroon, Mitchell Stevens, and then draft picks for uh, property of the Patrick Knights. Patrick Maroon doesn't play for Columbus? Oh, just no, in the game in general. Tampa. Oh, okay. Tampa. Just in, I thought you just meant Columbus. No, no, the game in general. Okay. For the draft picks or like Knights properly, we got Zach Wierenski and Sonny Milano. And then from the area, we got Mac Lenny and Boone Jenner. So that's... They had Zach Wierenski. Yeah, they owned his rights. That year when they... Uh, they Oh, 2018? Or the year when they won the Memorial Cup was the year... 16. That, they won. So they owned his rights that year, but he didn't go. And then Sonny Milano was the year after. Yeah. That's what it was. That's, uh, <laughs> you imagine? Man, could you imagine? Okay, so Zach Wierenski, property of the Knights. Dylan, Dylan Larkin. Larkin, property of the Erie Otters. They both played at the University of Michigan the year they were supposed to go to the OHL. Yeah, can you imagine that head-to-head? Their buddies and that stuff? would be one hell of a rivalry. Yeah, that'd be good. Throw Wierenski out there against McDavid and Larkin. Ooh. Ooh, that'd be damn. That'd be filthy. That wouldn't be yeah. fair. Yeah, well, there's still radish the to break at, like, Strom on the second line. Yeah, you know, like doesn't matter. Radish on the back end too. Yeah. Like Devin Williams, I guess that's not really a huge upgrade in goaltending yeah, compared to Parsons. But that was your Achilles heel. Yeah, yeah, against the Windsor. But although it was Timpano against Windsor in the Memorial Cup final, so um, yeah. that's a little bit of a different story. But yeah, big stat. Akil Thomas quickly. Uh, 
coming up the uh, OHL all-time scoring list, and uh, I'm sure he'll at least get to f- to get to 50 and catch Max Domi. So oh, for uh, sure, should be a fun rest of the year. 25 games to go for the Peterborough Peets. Um, all right, we're gonna take a break because uh, we talking. need some water. Yeah, that's a lot we're of thirsty. Talking. We got energy, but yeah. not his, enough. His BioSteel bottles running low. Yeah, shout out to the O Show too for the show. Yeah, yeah, huge shout out to them. They uh they were going over to start their show, um, all the different podcasts. Yeah, and like not just like the league website. Thanks for that, boys. We appreciate that. Yeah, and because they did the work to look up our names, I'm gonna do the exact same thing because that is huge. And I saw someone tweet. Oh, it's not showing up on here. What the heck? Oh, I I should go to Twitter. That would be easier. Yeah, I'm on Twitter. but even uh, someone uh, tweeted at uh, our podcast and said, uh, again, I'd have to look at it. The names. Uh, so we got Cody Walsh. Shout out to you. Thanks for the shout out. And uh, Jeez, Tate you're Harris. on Twitter than I am. And Tate Harris. I'm a Twitter <laughs> vet. And Tate Harris. Thanks for the shout out, boys. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate that. You can follow them on their Twitter at uh, CodyWall62 and uh, at TateHarris9. If you want to follow them, it's great OHL content. So check them out. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they do mostly uh, Windsor Spitfires. They're from that area. Uh, they're just uh, recent grads of uh, of uh, journalism. There so we, we go. share the same grind. We did. We didn't go to journalism. What do you mean? No, but like we like, can't write. No, <laughs> can't even add. It's my first year. Like this is my first show where I got some math thing right, and it was a calendar. Yeah. Wow. Also, a shout out to uh, I. I'm. I really apologize if I get this last name right. Um, but a big shout out to Brad Urbanowicz. Yeah, fellow Knights fan. Again, apologize if I if I got that wrong. Um, but shout out to him because he he understands it. Uh, he tweeted at well, he tagged our recent episode uh, tweet out. He's said, "I like these shows that try to get the OHL out there. People need to listen to this show for junior hockey discussion." And yeah, that's referring great. to our show. So I appreciate that yeah, show. That's, that's right. huge. It's, we appreciate that to see like the people like that listen to our show and actually like they value our opinions yep. and like they share it and they actually look forward to hearing our voices and like hearing what we have to say. So we appreciate that. Yeah, and just and he's right with that first sentence um, about getting all these podcasts out about the OHL. You know, you got the O Show. You have Around the OHL. You have the Farwell and Pope podcast. Uh, there's us. Um, there's the OHL official podcast now. Um, and it's it's huge. Like, people don't realize how much junior hockey runs in Canada and, on t- well, Ontario for well, to be specific. But it's the best development league in the world. Yeah. To me, it's CHL is the best development league in the world. And it's such a big area to cover. In yep. the O, so hey, it's great. Well, and plus, a lot of people want they just want to go right to the NHL, you know, and all we, the big stars and everything, and they forget how much these they players put a grind and like, where they come from. Yeah, like you see there with the Tampa Bay Columbus game tonight, 20% of the guys are from London. Yeah, that's insane. How many percent are from the OHL? Mm-hmm. I mean, so to me, that's impressive. Yeah. So we appreciate all that. Yeah, shout out to all of those guys. And again, anyone else who's listening, you can follow us. Uh, follow us. There we go. On uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Owen Sixty Podcast. Uh, we try to do the best we can to keep everyone informed and up to date on what's going on. Uh, the trade deadline was huge for us. Uh, that was a lot of graphics making, a lot of tweeting, a lot of Instagramming. A lot if that's of a not, word. A lot of writing books. Yeah, Colin had a huge. Book. I still have that. You should publish that. Yeah, for sure. It's trade. <laughs> Just a recap of all the trades. Well, not all the trades, all the additions. Each yeah, just team send made. me anyone like 
anyone from the OHL that's a fan or someone interested, just send me a message on yep. Twitter, Instagram. Just send me a message and I'll uh, send you the book, the trade book. Yeah. Yeah. And apologies to anyone for last week's episode. We had problems with the mics, and there was a little yeah. bit of an echo. I tried to fix it, but uh, just the echo we had. So I apologize for that. Uh, this week will be better. Well, I the Wings hope. lost the night before, too, so we weren't too happy. That's about very that one, true. So. Yeah, it wasn't a... It might not have been the mic. It might have been the Wings losing. <laughs> Blame it on that. Blame it on yeah. that. Um, no, so just like to apologize about that. But uh, again, thank you for being uh, loyal to our podcast and listening. The numbers are growing since we've gotten on Google yeah. Play, Google not Play. Plus. Google Play. Um, I forget when I even said Spotify, that. Spotify, iTunes, that? and SoundCloud. Did huh? I say that? Yeah, you said that. You asked me last week if you said that too. <laughs> I know, it's just going to be every week because I don't remember it. Jeez. That's just like every time. Our, that's oh. our thing. We play the Wings goal horn at the end of our yeah, show. Yeah, I forgot that's about just it our like thing. week five. For the first five weeks. Yeah. It scared Colin. <laughs> I didn't know what it was at first. Like, wow. Wow, big wings, man. You don't recognize the goal well, no, horn. It wasn't, well, we don't score a lot. And we don't win yeah, a lot no, of home games. Yeah. So, like, that caught me off guard. And I was like, and then every time I remembered, like, it was a wings goal song, I always forgot to say it. So that's another thing. Yeah, but. Oh, well. We got a we have fun conversation after the break. I need a drink of water. Yeah, yeah. No, it's time for a break. We yeah. are 45 minutes in, Do just that. under 45 minutes in. Colin Ward has left. He's going to get a drink in his uh, BioSteel official cup. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, we'll take a break. Uh, wow, that was quick. <laughs> he forgot it. <laughs> He's up now. He's up. Blonde moments, three to one. Uh, so I think Colin Ward's going to take that. We just have just over fifteen minutes left to go in the show. So uh, yeah, Colin Ward up three to one in blonde moments, and uh, we're having a lot of fun on week eight of the Owen uh, sixty podcast. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. This is the Owen sixty. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen sixty Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Now time for story time with Colin Ward on the Owen 60. That feels like that time I walked up a 45-minute Costa Rican rainforest. It was some very hot, and it was not fun. I didn't have water. I was complaining. I was like eight years old, and I was just complaining. I had it. No, that feels like that 45 minutes uphill, but it was fun. So that's what, what was up with the it. voice? I don't know. I tried to do like an <laughs> accent. I caught Accent? accent? What do you mean? That, that was an accent. That's going on the blooper rule. Jeez. That's going on the blooper, blooper rule. <laughs> oh my! Oh, I think you're up four-one in blonde moments now. Jeez! I'm winning. I'm winning this. Oh yeah, you are. Let's go. <laughs> the Super Bowl of blonde moments. Oh my god! This is funny. At oh, well. the Owen sixty podcast. All right, let's actually get to some OHL stuff. Yeah, another Flint record. Or? Yeah, fourth week in a row. The Hello, Flint that's Firebirds or someone on their team. That's a did something record. very significant. That's an Owen sixty podcast record. I think it is. We got to get like a little trophy. Well, made. eight weeks, four <laughs> weeks in a row. Firebirds. We got to deliver it to Flint when we go there for <laughs> the go, possible yeah. conference final. All Maybe right, I'm down. Matchup. So, Tyler Andrews scored his thirtieth goal on Saturday. Yeah, they played in Hamilton Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he scored his 30th. He also sits at 64 points, which surpasses uh season career high of 63. So congrats to Ty. It's hard to believe it's his first 30-goal season. I know. Well, we thought it – we didn't think it was is a couple of weeks ago. Then we actually did research. Yeah. And that's – Who knew research could be so, uh, so well, helpful? When you have blonde moments, you don't like computers. It's hard. Very true. Yep, that is uh, very true. Yep. Except when it crashes. Yeah. <laughs> That was funny. What week was that? Five or six? 
think it was five. That your computer crashed. I think it was five. Yeah. It's week eight. It wasn't two weeks ago, I don't think. Oh, okay. Week five. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. So but, in total, the Flint Firebirds are winners of uh, their last ten and their last loss, which is why we will probably never do, un- unless they lose, we will probably never do the Flint Firebirds in another featured matchup because that was their last loss in Peterborough, two nothing. Yeah, we're sorry, boys. Uh, we're gonna stay away from you guys for a little bit. We're gonna keep. Uh, we're gonna keep uh, showing off your records, but we're gonna stay away from that. Uh, yeah, featured game stuff because we don't want you guys to lose yeah. your streak because of the 160 effect. Sometimes we have a bad effect, I guess. Yeah, it's gotta happen. Yeah. Well, we had three had f- in a row, then yeah. one downhill. Okay. Yeah, but still, that's all right. Yeah. We're hitting 750. I picked Flint in that game, too. I remember. I didn't. Ooh. Yeah, you picked. Maybe that was it. <laughs> should have both picked Flint. Apologies Maybe to I Flint, should have picked Peterborough. Maybe it was me. I should pick Could have been, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Go Wings. If you're Wings fans there, go Wings. Let's go. <laughs> the Michigan go. connection. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we can blend in. I blend in with the locals. We both do. Yeah. We go to Michigan. We do. We blend in. Yep. Um, so yeah, their uh, ten games include eight uh, five win over Kingston, seven four win over the Sioux, seven five win over Guelph. By the way, first three games of that winning streak all came on the road. Wow! And then uh, they returned the favor with uh, home and home series with uh, Guelph and won that one. Then they went into Windsor, won eight three. Um, A lot of impressive wins in here too. Yeah, like good teams. Really that was. Kitchener game there was unreal. Where's that Kitchener game, anyways? Oh, there it is. Yeah, Kitchener in Flint. 5 3 seven, for Flint on uh, February 1st. That, that, was that there? Uh, that was win There's number seven. one, two, three, four, five, six. That was seven, yeah. Hey! Number seven. Not a boy. Beauty! Yeah. We're getting back. Uh, We're getting two back. wins in there against Erie. One in overtime, 4 3 in Flint. And then, oh, the other one in overtime, 5 4 in Erie, the Erie Insurance Arena. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Were then. They sing uh, Sweet Caroline. Bop, bop, bop. But instead of London that, they said, sucks. Yeah. That's crazy. I watched that on TV. That was I funny. saw a story one time that they peppered hot dogs at the night's bus. What? A couple years ago. Why would you waste a hot dog? I know. That makes no sense. Hot dog vendors. That's like the no, king of we're, uh, stadium busy. food behind nachos. Oh. Nachos okay. and cheese, solid stadium We're going to fight that in the summer. I have a nice story, or a funny story. We probably don't have time today, but... I, Maybe remind me next week. I have a funny story involving nachos and cheese and the barn in Windsor. Get excited for yeah. it. Yeah, we'll you get we'll get first. to that next week. We'll tee it up next now. Tuesday. We'll get to that next week. Um, yeah, and as you mentioned, seven three win over Hamilton, and then most recently a huge five three win over Oshawa, yeah. who was playing another really good hockey. At yeah, the time. they're another team that's on a roll. Yeah. Well, and they made it close too. Flint was up three nothing, and they only won five three. That just shows you, despite. Oshawa probably not going to have the greatest success this year in the playoffs, but they're still able to compete against the top mm. tier teams in the Western Conference. Yeah, they're an elite team. Yeah. So uh, yeah, congrats to Delandria, first thirty goal Great season at- and a career high in single season points. Great atmosphere there too in Flint. Yeah, for their games, it's unreal seeing them. Those seats not empty anymore. Like how you said about Saginaw last year about the tarps. It's nice mm-hmm. to see that in Flint now too. Yeah. Speaking of Saginaw, yeah, you want to get to Saginaw the spirit? Yeah, let's Big go. Big news today, uh, Bodie Wild. Uh, Got resigned from the New York Islanders AHL affiliate uh, Bridgeport, Bridgeport. The Sound Tigers. That's such a cool name. Bridgeport Sound Teammate Tigers. of uh, Josh Hosang. Hey. So uh, he got sent from Bridgeport to uh, the Saginaw Spirit, and that's going to help out that uh, last-ranked power play in the OHL. Finally going to get a quarterback for that uh, top spot on the point. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Well, you think about all the good teams. They have that quarterback, right, for the Knights right now. Who'd you say? Regula? Uh, I guess if he goes in front of the net, Merkley, yeah. Phillips. 
Yeah, probably. Oh, I guess all. Of I'd them. go. I'd go Regula, Merkley, Phillips. Yeah. Stack, yeah. All the Skinner, good teams have it. Skinner, Statcloth. Mm-hmm. And then they got Keen. Yep. To six. Yep. Last Dra- year for the Ice Dogs, right? it was Matt Broussard. He was the quarterback on their power play after he was acquired from Oshawa. Uh, unless they, you know, put five forwards on the ice. Then it was uh, Studnika was on the side. Thomas was at the point. Akil Thomas. He wow. did a lot of point work yeah. last year. Uh, so every good team has that point, man. For the for the Windsor Spitfires, when they won back-to-back Memorial Cups, it was Ryan Ellis. You know? Yeah. And Well, for the Saginaw Spirit, 16.9% is their power play. If not they, good. If they get that up in the top 15... Think about how good they're going to be in the playoffs. They're already a good team. Yep. Think about how much that's going to help in the playoffs. Yeah, they currently lead just their division. To, yeah, they just got to get goaltending sorted out. Yep. Once they get that, they're fine. Get the power play up because it's definitely going to go up now. They oh, get yeah. A, they get Suzuki there right at the deadline, and now they go out and get a wild back. That's going to help mm. a lot. Well, and mm. even looking at the standings, you look at it, and this was just a couple of weeks ago. The Flint Firebirds were eight to ten points behind the Saginaw Spirit. They're two back now. Yeah, I mean, and Windsor slumped, so that's kind of helped for the Firebirds. But uh, you think about it, that's wild. The, the Saginaw is- Spirit in their last ten are still seven and three, but the Flint Firebirds are the exact same as the yeah. London Knights. They are ten and zero. Oh. oh yeah, those head to head so, games are gonna be fun. Windsor, uh, Flint, or London, Flint. Those are always fun. Yeah. Well, and that that gets into our conversation where I tweeted out twice where it would be Saginaw Flint in the Western Conference Finals, but that's where you said the London Knights could step in and, you know, break that. Yeah, at the beginning of the year I thought London Kitchener Conference Final, but now I kind of hopped on that bandwagon of yours there to say that, but Yeah. London's London's elite. That game Friday really stood out to me how good London is. They were down 2 nothing, come back and win 7-3. They're an elite team, and they really frustrated the Saginaw Spirit as a team. And it just shows the character and the depth that the London Knights have to beat a team like Saginaw, who's another great team in the league. I don't know if they're an elite team yet in the league, but they're definitely a great team in the league. And, I mean, that's a huge statement win for the London Knights. Yeah. Yeah, well, was that on the road or at home? In London. In London? In the mud. London's got two big home games back-to-back. London, or they had Saginaw last Friday. Yeah, Guelph Tuesday, and then they have Friday Kitchener. Kitchener, yeah, that's huge. Then they go out on a trip. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. Well, London Knights right now seventy points. Obviously, the Saginaw Spirit jump ahead of them because they're divi- the uh, division leaders. Uh, so they're at thirty-two, fifteen, two and two at that stupid shootout loss category. Just mix it up. Who gives it? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, whereas the Knights, they are at thirty-four, thirteen, one and one. They've only played forty-nine games. Saginaw's yeah. played fifty-one, which is the same as Flint. All so. four teams have played fifty-one, so that's imp- that four stands teams? out. What do you mean? Four well, teams. Well, oh, I mean like London, like the teams that London they're with. So three they're with, but it's in the top four. Oh, I mean, okay. Kitchener, yeah. Saginaw, London. Uh, yep. Flint, London has played the least amount of games, so that favors them. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's again, it's that stupid division leader. I don't agree with that, to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of that because in the Eastern Conferences, good evidence: <laughs> 55 points for the Sudbury Wolves, who lead the Central Division. Peterborough's in third with 65 points. That that's like the winning percentage is 529 for the Wolves and 613 for the Peets. Yeah, that's where that's where I don't like it. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, but uh, it comes back to win the second round. 
Yeah, it does. yeah, that's very true. It doesn't really affect you, anyways. If you look at Peterborough in the three spot, they're not gonna have to face Ottawa till the conference final, anyways. I think Peterborough would walk all over Sudbury, to be honest. Ooh. Despite being four and six in their last ten games, Peterborough's on the rise right now. I think they're gonna get hot. Yeah. So watch Ottawa, out for them. Ottawa, Oshawa for second round would be It'd be a incredible. good second round. Oh, I mean, there's a good chance that they for I guarantee you they force a game six at least. Yeah. They forced game six at least. Yeah, because I think Osh was a little bit better than last year. Yeah, for despite sure. Despite Tomasino know, beating yeah. out Niagara in the yeah. second round. That Tomasino, uh, I think, put them over the top. Yeah, he's got the most points of any players dealt right now. Yeah. Top two, Tomasino and Thomas. Woohoo. And we, and we were surprised last week how Thomas only had one goal. Yeah, but he's getting the assist total. Yeah, he's like. getting assists. Yeah, he's setting up plays. So, he's doing his thing. Yeah. All right. Last stat i guess you could call it of the uh of the day uh cole perfetti and uh jacob perot yeah. 30 goal seasons yeah they're both 17 under that's incredible or 18 under you could say now but like both like for their first two seasons 16 and 17 year old years to have 30 goals that's tough to do it's so hard to have a 30 goal season as a 16 year old i mean to step in like how perfetti didn't play so much and pro mm-hmm. too that's incredible for them congrats boys yeah cole perfetti to go along with those 30 goals also has 57 assists uh so he's got 85 points on the season he's plus 35 where yeah i guess you could really test this to uh to the niagara ice dogs and how poorly they'd played uh Tomasino's only plus nine and he is ahead by one point at 88 so yeah, but i thought they could have made a run niagara with thomas and Tomasino. I thought they could have made possibly six. I think in the first round. Yeah, they I mean, they were the six. So it's worth so it's worth it to sell. Yeah, it's worth it. They yeah, did the right. They did the right good, thing. They just got drafted. Good player like Butler. So oh, Butler's and Butler's gonna be good. <laughs> I can't believe he's projected in the sixth round. I know from four to seven in a son of mock draft. If he's ranked sixth, like in the sixth round, that's. That's late. I think that just goes to show you the talent around the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. Same with Zade Wisdom, right? Yeah, Zade Wisdom's not going in the third round. He's a second-round talent for sure. Look at that team. That's that's an interesting for next week, too, because like we have an interesting topic with uh, Shane Wright. Yeah. Throw a Zade Wisdom stat yeah. in there. All right. It's going to be interesting. I'll do my research since I think he has the greatest name ever. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'll, okay. You, you go Shane Wright. I'll go Zade Wisdom. Ooh, okay. All right. Good plan. That two thirds of the top line, yeah, that line's nasty. I know that line's gonna be the like Kingston's gonna be the best team in the OHL. They're the next to Ottawa 67s. They're yeah. they're gonna be good possibly next year. Well, and Kingston still has two more two plus more seasons of Shane Wright. Yeah, that's like. why it's important they get in the playoffs this year. I honestly think it expands like a year of their rebuild. Think their years next year or two years? Two years. Two years. Two years. Next year is gonna be a development year. Remember when McDavid that think. Yeah, they went to the second round, Erie. His first year? I think his, so. Yeah. No, yeah. the first year they didn't make the playoffs. And the second year they made the playoffs. So, and then his third year they lost in the finals. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that, I think if Shane Wright makes the playoffs this year, he exceeds expectations from the, Kingston going into the season. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I Kingston's going to be really good. I know. Better pack that the, barn. There ain't a lot of fans in Kingston right now, but... He got one of the best man, players in the league. Geez. He's a future number one overall pick. You got it. Got to pack that bar in the Leon yeah. Center. Yeah, that's such a nice arena. It looks nice. Yeah, I like that arena. We gotta make a featured game there, road trip. We do. Maybe we'll make a playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> do them, Kingston them and Ottawa, Ottawa. Ottawa. one trip? Heavy <laughs> unreal. We need money first. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. Maybe next year. For sure. Yeah. 
Um, okay, but back to uh, Jacob Perot. These two guys, Cole Perfetti, 30 goals, 57 assists. Number three in scoring. Jacob Perot. Where is he? There he is. 31 goals, 27 assists, 29th scorer in the OHL. Yeah. Can you imagine? You, you still you score imagine. 31 goals and you're 29th. Well, we said that. That's too, insane. And we said that too about, can you imagine if he was on a better team? Yeah. I mean, if well, he you had him tra- being traded. We had him going. Like, I thought he'd get traded at least to Oshawa, a lot like the Tomasino deal. Yeah. I could see him going there, but it never happened. Yeah. Great work for him, though, to have that many goals. Yeah, to be on a team like Sarnia, who's probably not going to make they've the playoffs this me. year. So. They've shocked me. I thought they'd be better than what they were. I thought they'd be fighting from yeah. a within a 7-4 spot in the conference. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. It was tough. Yeah, tough loss for them over the weekend. 7 nothing loss to Kitchener. Uh, but a big 7-4 win against the Windsor Spitfires. Actually, yeah, they... No, they didn't sweep that uh, home and home. Windsor won 5-4 after getting 64 or 66 shots on net in Ooh. Sarnia. And wow. they uh, won 5-4 in overtime. Oh, and speaking of the Oshawa Generals, that's this week's featured game. Yes, it is. Uh, Ottawa, cool, goes to Erie. Ottawa goes to Erie. Big one. Ottawa goes to Erie? Or, uh, oh, my. Oh, bond moment number five. Oshawa, ding, ding, goes, ding. Oshawa goes to Erie. Wow, that's embarrassing. Yeah, February 15th, so uh, this Friday at the Erie Insurance Arena. It's going to be Phil Tomasino leading his generals against Maxime Golod of the Erie Otters. He's He's the top scorer for them. It's 65 points. Quick, who are we going? Ooh. I'm going to go Erie. Oh, I was going to go Erie. Yeah. I was waiting for your picks. I'm going to Oshawa. (laughs) I'm going to Oshawa. (laughs) All right, Oshawa. Let's go. All right. Tomasino. Yeah. Tomasino's going to have a big game. Yetman. I like him. 51 points. He has 30 yeah, goals, solid, too. solid, 30 player. goals, 21 yeah, that's assists. that's another one. Solid, solid player. Yep. Got Waterford native uh, Dan Murphy, too. Yeah, they do. Nah, that's a yep. big one. <laughs> I got to shout out the <laughs> local guys. Yo, yo, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm looking at Kean Sofa's picture. There's a solid, like, <laughs> yeah, half a... Like, so the circle that his picture's in... <laughs> what happened? His face takes up about half. So there is so much white. Yeah, half <laughs> is, is so It's funny. only half. Yeah, it's only half. <laughs> My, my, oh my, oh man! Wow. I mean, he he's a small guy, but, but can you do a little adjust. bit of editing. Yeah, there's yeah. No adjusting. Jeez, put oh. that thing on a tripod. <laughs> oh, we gotta go live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going time, time to end this week's episode. I'm going general yeah. Saturday night in Erie. Yep. Yep. It is Saturday night, not Friday night. I think I had a blonde moment. I said it was Friday, so, so it's you're five up five two. two. Yep. Still a still I a big L. It. I clinched last place like the oh, Wings yeah, did. You did. Yep, you really did. Yeah. All right, that is it for week number eight. It's the Generals and Otters live from Erie hey on now. Saturday. Make sure you follow our Insta story. <laughs> <laughs> that is not Dylan Larkin. Uh, no. Our Insta story at the Owen Sixty Podcast. Uh, also on Twitter at the Owen Sixty Podcast. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in uh, for week number eight of the Owen Sixty Podcast. Mm-hmm.